Hey team, it's Danielle. Sorry it's been a couple of weeks. I've been living that intern life. And on top of it being my very first um, rotation in the internship, by the way, with my program's director, you know, that type of pressure, getting a grasp of my curriculums and the expectations for those assignments and projects. In addition to that, adjusting my home life, you know, with my husband and my daughter with a new schedule and a, a shift in my focus on top of all of those things. My household got COVID and it couldn't have come at a worse time. I mean, does COVID ever come at a good time? It showed up and it was out of our control. I mean, out of our control, looking at daily life, the way that we live it now and, you know, how we're forced to live it. So we've been very careful and limited <laughs> pretty much all of our interactions with people. Every once in a while, we're able to get in our small little uh, like protected bubble group of other parents and, and kids that are maybe a little bit older than Geneva. And, you know, that's the time that we have to let our hair down. But outside of that, we're not doing anything really extra that my daughter's school didn't really have any issues with COVID since the beginning of the pandemic. I mean, if it's taken this long for something to go down, I, I truly feel that we're in good hands. So, and that's just to clarify, it was nothing that we did. You know, I think this school situation is going to be a tricky one and they've been awesome, you know, up to this point, but I, I don't know what's going on with this COVID thing. I really don't. Anyway, my daughter was exposed to COVID at her school by another student. And it's really scary about the thought of COVID and the way that things can go. But for me and my family, it was a, a an additional level of stress because these are kids and we know the children's positivity rates, hospitalization rates of COVID are spiking. And it's so scary because there's really no protection for them other than the protection that we adults, you know, the steps that we take to protect ourselves and to protect each other. So in that sense, it's really a helpless feeling, you know, and you hear about the symptoms and people's experiences with COVID, but nobody wants that for their kid, you know? So my heart definitely dropped when we found out about it. And this would have been, I think, a week and a half to two weeks into my very first rotation. So my daughter got very mild um, symptoms. I think the, the worst that she got was a fever one night. And then after that, she was up being her normal, lovable, talking self. My husband got a little brain fog. And that was the extent of he is, but I feel like he probably downplayed it a bit. And me, I got the worst of everybody. I had thankfully no respiratory issues, like nothing with my breathing that might've affected my asthma, no congestion of any sort. What I had was body pain, headache, joint pain, definitely the brain fog, a lot of fatigue. Like I just, I couldn't focus a whole lot. 
but the joint pain took a while. And one of the last symptoms to pop up was my loss of my sense of smell, which was really, really strange. And I didn't know it until after we were out of quarantine and I went into a Sephora to pick up something and the lady was showing me some perfume and I said, I couldn't smell it. She sprayed it on one of the little sample sticks. And when I said I couldn't smell it, she then sprayed it on my arm and I went to sniff and couldn't smell anything. And this lady walked by me and she was talking about how good the perfume smelled. And it it was that moment that I realized I didn't have my sense of smell anymore. And so it took a few days for that to come back, but it's back. I can taste my food well, you know. So if I had to give three tips about how to deal with COVID in your internship, the first tip would clearly be communication. Nobody can read your mind. Like I'm not sure how often you speak with your program director or, you know, if something was to happen over the weekend and your preceptor didn't know what was going on and this could be virtually or in person, you got to let them know what's going on. I, I would hope that they would understand that nobody's actively going out here trying to contract COVID (laughs) and that, you know, we're all in these times. And I believe most of our lives have been touched by COVID pretty close. So I think that they get it. Through communication, they would understand if you chose to, like me, continue that, you know, your work may not be as top tier as maybe expected. Or if it's not, maybe they would push you to take a break so that you can recoup and take care of yourself and come back um, at 100%. My program director continued to check in on me and my daughter and the family just to make sure all was well. She checked in with me and continued to let me know that I did not have to you know, continue on with my day-to-day activities. And if I chose to take a break, she was supportive of that. We had time built in for that. So again, for me, this was a very good choice for an internship because who's to say everyone would have reacted the way that she did. Number two, take your time if you need it. This is something that I continue to practice It's hard for me when I have a goal that's on the table, especially one that I've dreamt about and worked for for so long, for something like this to come in and kind of hit me at the knees, to take some time to recoup. That means sleep. That means good nutrition, good food. And that just means sitting down somewhere. Luckily, though, like my joint pain and headaches and um, body pain, those things were pretty manageable. I was also lucky that my husband's symptoms were really mild. So when I had calls to work on, he was able to take my daughter, you know, since we're all working from home right now. And it gave me that time to stick to the schedule. But the flexibility of this rotation was that if I wasn't feeling so great during the day, and maybe later on at night, I felt well, or I'm a morning person, so I wake up early. I could work on some of the projects that way. This really just worked out for me. And three, tip three, I would say, be true to yourself in these times. Yes, be resilient, but also be able to identify if you need to just simmer down a little bit, (laughs) take a break, take a beat, 
you know, make sure you're good mentally, physically check in with your doctor. As much as I hate these COVID tests, like go let them perform that act so that you are 100% certain about where you stand. And I guess that's really it. So we quarantined for two weeks and then, you know, tested out. I got a, um, my PCR test was negative and we were able to get out of quarantine. And to me, honestly, with, with even like the aches and pains and the discomfort, being locked in the house was the worst part. I did get to catch up on some shows on Netflix. That was cool because I don't get to watch a lot of TV right now. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. I do have like prior to this episode, I had already had my outlines written down and this one just kind of jumped up because it's, it's very present, you know, this, this is in the moment. So the next couple of episodes are going to be about my first rotation and wrapping that up and what I learned and then stepping into my second rotation, which is the rotation that I feared the most. I think many interns kind of fear the clinical rotation. Um, And I'll give you my thoughts on that, like going into it and what my first week has been like. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Take care of yourselves.